0: We are back with the Black Dollar Podcast, man. Welcome back to the actual fifth episode. We're going to be talking about paying yourself first. It's such an important topic, and I know that all of us have been prepared for it. We actually have a special guest today. So you have myself, Kobe Ross, Chris Bush, and our guest host today, which is actually my blood cousin, Sean Field. So with that being said, let's dive right on into the topic. Bush,
1: what you got for it? All right, all right. So guys, like I said, this is episode five. First of all, I want to shout out to all of our listeners, all of our viewers. We truly appreciate you. I've been getting just so much great feedback. A lot of value has been added to a lot of people. And today we're going to talk about a very unique topic, which is uh, pay yourself first. We like to call it pay yourself. Don't play yourself. Okay. So pay yourself first is actually an old school financial principle has been going back for years and years and years and a lot of you might have heard from maybe mom dad grandma and grandpa that a penny saved is a penny earned so that's what we're going to be talking about today as far as paying yourself first but we're actually coping now we're going to take it back to just like a whole new level we're going to actually put it to like the 21st century when it comes to this and actually i want to open up with a story so uh cole one of my goals, actually, actually our goals here is that we want to make this podcast as transparent as possible. We don't want to make it as real as possible, but we also want to have the viewers have access to us and just say like, hey... We can relate to these people. We can actually tune into these people. And we can actually have conversations with these people. But, Kobe, I got to tell you, man, uh, in my early 20s, I want to share with you all, sir. But, Kobe, back in my early 20s, man, I remember like it was yesterday. I was actually making a whole lot of money, you know, doing things. Uh, what you was know. you doing with your money back then? Oh, phew, shit, man. Yeah, we want to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. So, in my early 20s, I was making a whole lot of money. I was blowing it like crazy. And as fast as it came in, it was going out. I just remember just, uh, you know, just blowing money at the club, blowing money on liquor, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember just an OG telling me where I worked at. He was just like, hey, young blood, listen, man, I see you doing your thing. I see you got a nice car, you got beautiful women, et cetera. But man, I got to tell you, bro, like you need to be socking away at least at the minimum 10%, but at the max, at least 20% okay, of the money that you're actually earning. You got lucky, bitch, because not a lot of people got somebody in their life like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, And at that time, I was just like, you know what? I just really didn't appreciate the advice back then because I was just like, man, I want my money. I want to be keeping most of it. You want them... uh the benefits yeah all the benefits you know that, that came with that i went all the benefits of that but when he told me that like it's some that stuff with me cuz i was just like because this is what he told me this is what he told me Kobe. he was just like you know what you need to be socking away at least 10 to 25% of your money just in case in the future you want to put yourself in a, be in, a in a good position but also you never know what's going to strike you And when he told me that, it really kind of changed my philosophy, a a lot of things when it came to money. So because of that, ever since then, I became like militant when it come, when it came to actually just paying myself first. And just, uh, just, yeah, just fast forward today. So for you for those for all of our listeners here, so my me, myself, and Sean here, we're all in the financial industry. So as part of what as far as what we do, you know, we actually try to coach, train, and uh guide clients as far as like doing the right things with their money. And I became just militant on the idea of you gotta pay yourself first, you gotta do what's right, and you gotta make sure that you take care of yourself because at the end of the day, um, you can put yourself in a position where you can either buy a car, or you can buy the dealership. True. I just true, want to, true. yeah, I just want to put myself in a position where I wanted to be, uh, buy a dealership. But, uh, Cole, why don't you tell our audience, man? So this is episode five, man. I'm just open more than ever. But talk to them as far as like your philosophy. Okay. I'm going to say that I again. Mean, your philosophy on paying yourself first.
0: I mean, to be honest with you, I think paying yourself first is something that I really struggle with to be very transparent. And you, you opened up with saying we should be transparent. And I mean, Sean, you you and I have spent a lot of time in the past spending money on things we didn't need to spend money on. I'm the king of spending money. On things no, we don't need to spend money on. Special now, food. Right. And, you know, the problem is, can you grab that for me yeah. real quick? But, but, you know, the problem is this. I think that if you're ever in a position, no matter what your career is, no matter what your... Um, your job is right and the worst things are really for people who make money fast and i don't want to pick on a certain industry or, or a certain job but to be honest with you i mean dancers exotic dancers they make money fast i mean just like that every night is right back in their pocket right so when you make money fast if you can make money right back it changes the way you think about spending it
2: i want to piggyback on that man because in the industry is one of them things where they joke about it but it's not even funny they say Fuck it up and get it back, man. That is like the dumbest advice I ever heard. Right, right. And, and we we feel like because it comes fast that we
0: can get it back. Right, and and the truth of the matter is that's all good until the moment that you can't.
2: I mean, it's like living check to check. I mean, if you if you True. make, if you make it's ten grand a month, right? And you but fuck you it spend, up, just right. to get it back. You live if in you check spend, to
0: right. you know what I'm if you if you make ten grand a month, but you spend nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine every month, you basically didn't make no money. So when it comes to the paying yourself first, I think it's more of a mentality because like, you know, most people, when they think about that, they consider things like, okay, I got to uh, pay my bills. And I understand this, I, you know, you have responsibilities, but pay my bills, buy food. Um, Make sure I have gas in my car for the upcoming week, month, whatever. Um, Make sure that the other things that I have made commitments to have been paid. And then afterwards, I wrestle with the remaining money, whether I should save it or go give myself a good time because I've worked so hard for it.
2: And it's weird because people understand the fact that they need to take care of themselves. You know, they go and do things to have fun. They go and do things to relax. People do things to to have fun. You said the right word. What I'm saying, like, they know to take care of themselves. But when it comes to paying yourself, it's like, bro, it's like, all right, yeah, you did have to learn it from more people that paid themselves first or or save money, but it should be common sense. It should be taught in high school that you need to save some money. And first of all, when it comes to paying other bills, DP&L, cable, um, these, all these other bills and obligations that you have they're not going to pay you when you need it. You know what I'm they saying? Don't they don't pay you at all. Exactly. So, I mean, if you go down on your wits end and- That's where you put your money. You know what I'm saying? You put all your money in DPNL. I, I get it. You got to pay it. But what I'm saying is if you end up broke, they're going to cut your shit off. For sure. You know what I'm saying? They're going to cut your shit off. If you don't have no money put up, they're going to cut your shit off. So, you know but, what kills me, man? I've had a lot of people who
0: are in positions where they don't own where they stay, as an example. But they take a large lump sum of money and what they do is they don't put it in a position where it can grow for them. They don't put it in a position where they have access to it. They think that paying bills up ahead of time is freeing them up to make money. Yeah. Right, And that is the worst thing you could possibly do I'm going to tell you why Because most people think that's a great idea Hey, if I pay my rent up for the next six months I don't got to pay rent for the next six months I can save The problem is they don't save Yeah, They didn't develop the habit of saving They just put themselves in a position Where they have extra money to put in places
2: They don't need to put it I got another reason And I feel like I just learned this From kind of different mentors um, When you know where to put your money Like if you're putting it somewhere Where it, it, it earns money which is where you should have it. <clears throat> you think less of paying up bills and and paying you know paying that stuff off because you know that if you have okay so it's more if, value right you know what I'm saying it's like more value if, putting if it I there. I put my money in the right spot, like okay if I if I paid up what was it um, one of the bills for a couple of grand a month, or right. A couple grand a year, right? I could put that money somewhere in an interest bearing account, and I could make more than what I would have paid off. If you See? know what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, when you, when you know that stuff, man, it's different. It's like, man, okay. Gotta do. Your body naturally does. It's not a natural skill. So,
0: if saving money isn't natural and it's not taught, the only way you can figure out how to do it is
2: you have to, one, either find out how, and then, two, build the habit. It's a secret. It's like a hidden secret. Yeah. It's like all the winners do it. The losers, I mean, I ain't going to say losers. But You're I, right, they lose Right, it. you know what I'm saying? They lose You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're going to teach you that you don't really need to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I Don't really teach don't... you how to be in debt and manage your well. Facts. Right. I mean, Which it, is a they horrible idea. It, they sell it perfect. They sell it so perfect, man. True. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, sure. This is a piggyback off of what you were talking about. So one of the things that I want to tell our viewers today is that, um, like I said, pay yourself first is obviously an old fashioned principle has been around for years, but we want to take it up to another level when it comes to the 21st century. And I really want to break down really the game when it comes to actually systematizing this so you can take advantage to build wealth in the future. So what I mean by that is actually having a relationship okay with a financial person okay having a relationship with somebody who can actually teach you this stuff but essentially i'm gonna give you guys the breakdown okay when it comes to this okay so if you got cash flow that's coming in and you have a system set up so whether you're talking about someone who's gonna have stuff like whether it be me sean or even kobe who are our financial advisors in the room so essentially it should look something like this So if you have cash flow coming in, just like what you were talking about, Sean, if you have cash flow coming in, okay, you want to allocate each dollar. You want to assign that money. So I'm going to tell you guys exactly what I do. I'm just being very transparent uh, when it comes to this because we on the Black Dollar Podcast, baby. I want you guys to get something from this today. So when cash flow comes in, okay, I have $115 exactly to the dollar that's going to my Roth IRA. $115 a week that's going into that. What that equates is is to essentially $6,000 a year to max that out. I also have a certain percentage going to my emergency fund because we all know that shit's going to happen and you want to be prepared for that. Now, some people might say you need six months, eight months of savings. Okay, I say if you at least have three to six, you're in a pretty good position when it comes to that. But as long as you're assigning... And having systems in place where you're signing yourself out to that, right? that be your Roth IRA, a mercy fund, or even your short term account, whatever have you. Allocations. Wh- whatever, yeah, a- absolutely. Take it off top. Absolutely. I so mean, what- whatever's left in the check in, you can go ahead and spend, but make sure you have, a- like I say, guys, since it's 21st century, you can put systems in place where you're paying yourself first. And sh- Uncle Sam, take it off top. Yeah, right. You
2: know what I'm saying? So Uncle Sam, take it off top. Why? Why are we not taking it off top? Or even 401 k. You, know, that, you that comes work top. this hard for some money. I'm talking about, bro, I, I I don't want to discredit nobody that's working hard. I'm a hard worker. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, if you working for one of the worst commodities, you know what I'm saying, between cars and money, one of the worst commodities, if you're going to work that hard, why not take yours off top? Yeah. Why not take yours off top? You know what I'm saying? So, it, it just makes sense. <laughs> Take your money, save it, put it somewhere where it's going to grow. If not, then you're just going to, you know what I'm saying, you're going to lose. I mean, you know, you're right. It, it, you got to know where to put it.
0: But here's the other thing that I think we got to do. We have to make sure that this is tangible information. Right. We can't give people a direction to go in, and they're not even sure of that direction. So I want to even dive a little bit deeper into breaking it down. What I mean by this is that you need to commit to a percentage, Right, So if you're going to commit to a percentage, whether that be 10%, 15%, 20%, doesn't really matter, there's, the, there's two times that you should account for that. When you get paid and when you go home at night and you take your clothes off and you reach in your pockets and you got a certain amount of cash or, or whatever the case may be, um, then you need to take a percentage of that and put it in a bucket, put it in a shoebox, put it in whatever. I don't really care where you put it, but you need to develop a habit. You have to understand, you can't do this without the habit of doing it. It's going to take a certain amount of days of you doing this consistently. You know when you get paid, right? right? If you don't know the math, you do, uh, let's say it's 10%. You take your paycheck that you look at, and when you open your paycheck, whether you get a direct deposit or whatever, when you check it and you see it, you times that amount by 0.1 if you want 10%, 0.15 if you want 15%, 0.25. Zero if you want 20%, right? That you really don't need to go higher than that. But the point is, do the math, take that amount, and go put it someplace that you're not going to touch. And that's just the least amount. That's That's the least. Now, the secondary is when you go home. Because I think, like I said, there's two things. If, If I get paid, let's say I'm a person who gets paid twice a month. Right. It's not often enough for me to develop the habit. But most people come home with some change of some sort in their pocket. Right. If I can develop the habit on a daily basis that I'm going to take the money, I got got motherfucking a dollar in my pocket, Mm -hmm. right? Four quarters. If I'm going to take one of them quarters and throw it in the damn shoebox or the damn piggy bank that's sitting in my closet, then I'm good, right? So- Um, and, and I, and I really wanted to dive a little bit more deeper into this, this, this topic, but before we do guys, we are already moving pretty fast. Um, so we want to give a quick shout out to all of our sponsors. Huge shout-out to uh, Goodly Productions for putting this thing together. Uh, big shout-out to WRCX for being one of the sponsors. Uh, we also want to give a huge shout-out to some of our sister and brother uh, podcasts that we're, we're working alongside with, such as uh, the Raw podcast, um, as well as Do Not Leave Out uh, the Talkback Show. Um, and so we want to make sure that we include that. Uh, Ari Divine. You know, I love you, sis. Up, um, so I want to make sure I give her a shout out as well. Uh, and and we're, we're continuing to grow this thing. Uh, so please make sure that you guys tune in, watch, listen. You can find us on a lot of different platforms. But one of the things we want to really touch on, because me and Bush talked about this earlier, we've been leaving it out as far as our sponsors. Make sure you go to diepoor.com. Okay. diepoor.com has everything that you need to know and it has one main resource that's more important than anything else and that is there's a survey on there that's going to show you whether you are going to die poor or not okay and most people here's the biggest catch most people don't think they're going to die poor (laughs) most people believe that they're going to end up rich wealthy well off some type of way that just hasn't happened yet and guess what Name the people that you know who end up in that situation. Right. If you don't know anybody, please go to diepoor.com. Please take the survey. And que- please quit playing with yourself. Okay? And, and so these,
2: these guys have made a phenomenal just uh, template for everybody to tap into. I mean, if you think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, dying poor, that's something... That's something that's easy to do. If you poor right now, if you if you got less than a quarter, million, hey, the, you want freedom? Poor hey, right? you want
0: freedom? Yeah. Die poor? Yeah, you yeah. ain't got. You ain't I, responsible I, for shit.
2: You got less than a quarter million, man. That's, that's freedom. You got to you gotta get your life insurance together first before you start saving. Okay, don't even try to start saving money until you get your life insurance. But again, it's a back dollar podcast, man. I wanted to tap into that, man. A lot of people they know five real estate, uh, you know, real estate people that sell houses. They know five. Uh, doctors, you know they—they they know five uh, people that that cut hair. But think about it: Do you know five people that have an investment license? Do you know uh, five investors? I mean, I, I came from um, Northmont. I think the only two people that came out of there with an investment license was me and my cousin Theron. Man, I mean, he not gonna—you know—that's a whole different story. But it should be a line. It should be a line backed up. Saying hey, I need to I need to get in. I need to learn about these investments. Man.
0: This is true. This <laughs> is true. But I don't want to go on that path because yeah, that's yeah. all a whole different career path. That's, that's what we do, and
1: you know it's a, it's very few people that's who do it. This is true. Yeah. Um, and but go on, code, One of the things that I want to say because we're about to get deep into conversation when it comes to this, but one of the things that I had discovered that was really disturbing that they talked about that the black okay the black median um uh, we call it a household is going to have anywhere between 60 to 80 percent less wealth as they had in 1983 and 2024 right. which why? is literally two years from now why okay and it's purely because there's lots of reasons like I said I want to talk to our audience about a couple of those things today, but a couple of them was we can talk about, like we were talking about before, as far as like not paying yourself first. Okay. Just letting things happen to you. We all was, we all saw what 2020 did for a lot of people. A lot of people were unprepared. A lot of people put themselves in a very uncomfortable situation, but a lot of people did not know where to go to or even they weren't saving anything. It didn't matter if it was in a money market account or even in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, whatever have you. You, people were just not doing what it was retired yeah. and because of that 60 to 80% of the wealth is going to be diminished as it was in 1983 in the next two years.
2: And That's I, I mean just on a calm note man I feel like a lot of people don't understand that they can save. It's weird. Just like how you said earlier man we used to fuck money up yeah, you know I mean it's the Black Dollar Podcast I'm going to be frank with you. Sure. I mean I couldn't let my check touch the next one what y'all want I, I got a nice little couple all right but seriously like you know when it comes to that man like why do we you know code bush why do we have to always get it out of the mud we're Ooh. the only motherfucking racial group that gets it out of the mood. Well, that's because I'm telling well, you why. I'm gonna
0: this. tell you why. Yeah. It's not just us. There's a lot of other cultural groups that do it as well. But the right, problem is this we're we're not instilling a culture of saving money because we don't have it for we ourselves. We're just
2: excited about saying that shit, bro. No, Man, we are excited like about it.
0: having shit. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. We're excited about having shit. And we talked about this in a previous episode. We talked about people trying to outdo each other. But at the same time, you know, the, the habit of paying yourself first is so important because you know, if you don't know how to do that, you know, one of my favorite quotes is this. If you save money, one day money will save you. Right. Okay. So if, and I'm going to say that one more time. If you save money one day, money will save you. So if you are in a position where you're not putting yourself in position, you've already made the People mistake. You have already well doomed yourself they had to it fail. 1983 and it's not in 2024,
1: which is literally two years from now. Why? Okay. And it's purely because it's just lots of reasons. Like I said, I want to talk to our audience about a couple of those things today, but a couple of them was we can talk about, like we were talking about before, as far as like not paying yourself first. Okay. Just letting things happen to you. We all we all saw what 2020 did for a lot of people. A lot of people were unprepared. A lot of people put themselves in a very uncomfortable situation, but a lot of people did not know where to go to or even they weren't saving anything. It doesn't matter if it was in the money market account or even in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, whatever have you. People were just not doing what it was retired. And because of that, 60 to 80% of the wealth is going to be diminished as it was in 1983 in the next two years.
2: I, I mean, just on a calm note, man, I feel like a lot of people don't understand. That they can save. It's weird, just like how you said earlier, man. We used to fuck money up, and yeah. you know, I mean, it's the Black Dollar Podcast. I'm gonna be frank with you. Sure. I mean, I couldn't let my check touch the next one. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saying before, I, before I learned this shit, bro. Yeah, oh hey, no real shit you though. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is about the- <laughs> tomorrow, what y'all want? I, I got a nice little couple. All right, but seriously, like you know, when it comes to that, man, like why do we, you know, code Bush, why do we have to always get it out of the mud? We're the only motherfucking racial group that gets it out of the mud. Well, that's because I'm going wow. to tell you why.
0: I'm going to tell you why. It's not just us. There's a lot of other cultural groups that do it as well. But the right, problem right. is this. We're, we're not instilling a culture of saving money because we don't have it for we're ourselves. We're
2: excited about saying that shit, bro. No, we're we excited like about
0: that. having shit. That's the difference. Yeah. We're excited about having shit. And we talked about this in a previous episode. Where we talked about people trying to outdo each other. But at the same time, you know, the, the habit of paying yourself first is so important because, you know, if you don't know how to do that, you know, one of my favorite quotes is this. If you save money, one day money will save you. Okay, so if and I'm gonna say that one more time. If you save money, one day money will save you. So if you are in a position where you're not putting yourself in position, you've already made the mistake. You've already doomed yourself to fail, and it's not because you don't necessarily make the money. It's because you don't know how to save. And I and I'm with you, bro. I don't know why. People are making these decisions to spend the money on things that they don't need. But I will say this. It has to be a lack of education. I will say that it has to be a circumstance where people never knew and, and the only way to make a difference is to build the habits now and instill them in our children, right? So, we, you know, one of the things that, that my wife does that I really love is she does something called Mommies and Mimosas, okay? And with Mommies and Mimosas, she's not teaching women how to handle money for themselves because men and women alike don't handle money well, that's just what it is. I mean, you if you really want to handle your money better, then go educate yourself. Go go through whatever you need. Go find you an advisor like ourselves and, and do what you need. But if what she's doing is she's educating mothers on how to teach their children about money, that's how you that's how you implement that's the change. Like right, I mean seriously, To instill some type of change in the world, you cannot start with a generation that is already stuck in their own ways. You cannot start with a generation that already feels, knows, believes, thinks that they can do it the way that they can do it and still be successful. You have to start with a group of people that cannot even understand what to do yet. Because if you take a group of children and you told them, like, listen, go find a job where you work for three to five years and then you never work another day in your life ever again you're free to do whatever you want to do who's been told that who's telling their kids to do stuff like that nobody but there's jobs out there no one's telling their kid at three years old listen don't worry you see all these people doing all this stuff what business do you want to start what's your idea because uh, keep in mind you asking a child their imagination is limitless right right the parents' job is to facilitate the dream.
2: And on some real, bro, I feel like, like I said earlier, money is one of the... Cash is one of the worst commodities, man. I honestly feel like, man, we should teach people on how to build income without actually working. You know what I'm saying? Correct. How, to, how, to, how, to, how to build a it's process. Assets. Right, an asset, you know, a system, something to where... I mean, think about it, man. We got people that know how to go get it off of YouTube I mean there's more money
0: being made now than ever before right. I mean think about sports right if you if you go back bro if you go back 20 years and look at what an NFL athlete was being paid compared to what somebody's signing bonuses today it doesn't compare right if you think about YouTube not even existing not even existing What's your 20 boy's years name ago I do that
2: diners and dash bro he do like he he do uh he eat he, he got like a, a TV show. He, I know he, what you're talking about. We're like 27 million. Of, I, don't, I don't quote me on that, my, but it's my something crazy. My point
0: is, the money is out there. Right. It's not that people can't make money. The problem is the system is designed to teach you how to work, not how to make money. Right. Right? And we got a scarcity mindset. But here's here's the biggest catch. Somebody asked me this, and I want to share this before we get off here, man. Right. Somebody was like, man, okay, well, you say all this, you can help people, and you can do this, you can do that. What if somebody was making um, what if somebody was making $7 an hour, which is no longer at any point at any state, hopefully is not the minimum wage, but this was a long time ago. And they said, you know, what if someone's making $7 an hour working in fast food? Could you show them how to become a millionaire? And I said, yes. And I did the math just because I was kind of irritated by the question, but here's the real truth. With the amount of money that they make, and I took into account how much it would cost to live.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so I gave them a budget of, let's say, 800 to live, and they are only making about maybe 1200 a month. Right. All right? All right, so if you did that, you took the extra money. If you saved it over time, by the time they actually were at a retirement age, they
2: could retire with about a quarter million. Cove, I got I some piggyback off of that, bro, because I had a, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm, I'm heavy into helping people with investments. And I sat down with a client the other day. I can't go into specifics because you know, because I'm licensed, But and, and by the way, don't take advice off of Facebook. People that are licensed don't put advice on Facebook. We're not allowed to, but I had sat down with somebody Absolutely. and set up an investment for their newborn. They'll have 1.1 $1. 1 million for retirement, and guess how much you're saving? How much? $25 a month, $300 a year. It's a time it's factor, no way, yeah, but it's, it's a time it's factor. It's definitely a time factor. But it's one of them things where you got to learn it. So that you can be set, you know what I'm saying, or you can well, set well, up your Well, this is true, right? but you have to also understand,
0: Sean, we have an audience, man, and you got to consider this, and this is, like, we family, so you got to consider the aunties and uncles, grandparents, grandmas of our world, right? because they are already in a position where they may not be able to retire because of the choices that they've made, or because of the information they've been given. But we can pass so,
2: that along to the next generation. You know yeah, but-, that, that, but was, that was for their newborn.
0: I feel that, so, I, which, which is what I'm saying, but I'm also saying- the people like there's different audiences that we reach and there's a there's a huge group that i mean are the baby boomers and i mean the baby boomers for any of most of our listeners i'm telling you right now they either your mom your dad your grandma your grandpa your aunties or your uncles okay those are the the baby boomers and you got to have at least one of them in your life or you probably wouldn't exist so if that's the case then we also have to save them because let me tell you why that's so important if you can't save the baby boomers, then you put a responsibility upon the millennials to take care of their parents, grandparents, whoever, and they may not be financially prepared for it. Wow! That's so right. you're, you're now about to stress another generation of people because the generation that preceded them wasn't prepared the same way they're not prepared. And it all starts with paying yourself first. If, 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 if we had, if if my parents knew with with the businesses they they have run, with the amount of money that they made at certain points in their life, if they knew, listen, you know, I gotta pay myself first, and my mom knew that she had a great retirement, and my mom set herself up good. Okay, so let me not say that my mom was an HR for a Fortune five hundred company. She knew how to set herself up good, but at the same time, I also have my. So like with my dad, man, it was really important because you know he's worked his whole entire life and I've watched him put everything that he's ever made back into the business that he started. And because of that, he's had a lot of success, but he wasn't paying himself and paying yourself, man, at the end of the day is like one of the most valuable things you can do because listen, nobody cares about paying you more than you do flat out. There's no one. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, any of the people that you think love you, they're not going to pay you first before they pay themselves. It's only you. And with paying yourself first as far as a concept or, or as far as what we would think would be the best thing to do, I mean, seriously, it starts there, y'all. It's a habit. It's, it's, it's I mean, paying yourself first is like loving yourself first. Paying yourself first is like the equivalent to saying when you are on an airplane and the plane's about to go down, they tell you to put your mask on before they before you put the mask on your child, right? And why do they have you do that? Because if you pass the fuck out, Before you can put the mask on yourself and you didn't get the mask on your child, both y'all did, right? And that's the main thing when it comes to financial. If you're not going to make sure that you're secure, how in the world do you think you're going to keep them baby safe? How in the world do you think you're going to be in a position where you can protect them if you can't even protect yourself financially, right? So you have to pay yourself first. It's the only way. It's the only option. And, and and that's the reason why we brought this topic up today. That's the reason why we wanted to, you know, dive so deep into it. Uh, but this is the Black Dollar Podcast, man. This is only episode number five. We got a lot more stuff coming, and it's gonna get crazy. I mean, I, I really hope that you guys are enjoying this and you're and diving into the content. But if you're looking for more information, please go to diepoor.com. Closing notes from you, brother.
1: man. Let's get it. Hey, we on episode five. Like I said, I want to shout out to all of our listeners. Like I said, this thing has been going absolutely crazy. I have actually got some people personally text me and say they begin a lot of value. But just always remember, OK, this is a core principle. It's never, ever going to change. Always pay yourself. Don't play yourself and make sure you put yourself in a position where in the future that money can take care of you, but also put you in a certain position where you don't have to work for it. Okay, with that being said, this is episode five. This is a Black Dollar podcast. I got Chris Bush, Kobe Ross, Sean Field. Salute. Tune in for episode six. We got some more heat for y'all. Love y'all. Salute. Have a good
0: night, y'all.